Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Oh, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. I'm so thankful. The Bible is right. I was um, listening to a program earlier in the week, and people were, were trying to come up with answers. And I was so thankful that uh, I, I fancied that God had the answers right in front of them, and it was in the Bible. And I said to myself, the Bible is right. And I said, oh, that's the, that, that's the name of the program. The Bible, okay, the Bible is right. Amen. Glory to God. Precious things of God were in Proverbs 23, 6, and the Lord has is, is blessed us to be able to get into his word and look at Proverbs 23, 6. And in the King James Bible, it says, eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye. Neither desire thou his dainty meats. Now, uh, just reading it in the King James, it's a little uh, hard to understand. But look at it. Look at it from the Positive Thinking Bible. Don't accept an invitation to eat a selfish person's food, no matter how good it is. So we see here we're dealing with a selfish person. Okay. And then in the Tanakh, it says, do not eat of a stingy man's food. Do not crave for his dainties. Do not eat of a stingy man's food. So in the King James, it says, eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye. And, and really look back up at the first, the first verse. That is chapter 23, 1. And it says, when thou sittest to eat with a ruler, consider diligently what is before thee. So if a ruler calls you, the Bible says the wise thing to do is to consider what's going on here. Because a rich ruler doesn't need you to come and eat his food. Okay. If he's inviting you to come eat his food, uh, what's going on? The Bible says if you're wise, you'll consider what's happening here, okay? And then here down in the sixth verse, it says, Eat thou not the bread of him that hath an evil eye. And so, uh, and then in the Tanakh, it says, Do not eat of a stingy man's food. 
Now think about it. If the person if the person's stingy, what does stingy mean? A stingy is somebody that does not want to share. They 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 don't want to give up anything. They are tight with everything. So if you know a man is stingy and he won't, doesn't want to give up and share anything, why would he be inviting you to come and eat his food? Amen? You see how that doesn't make sense? And then the counsel of God here is do not eat a stingy man's food. Why? Because there's an ulterior motive. There's got to be an ulterior motive. If the guy's stingy, that means he doesn't even want to share with you. But if he's all of a sudden wants to share his food with you, what's going on with that? Why is he doing that? Now, a paraphrase, a commentary paraphrase of this verse says, says it this way, quote, don't associate with evil men. Now, that's good, solid advice. That's good, solid advice. In fact, I also heard someplace, I forget which station I heard it on, where it was talking about that one of the, one of the reasons we saints don't get in trouble, God's children don't get in trouble, is because we're not in, in wrong places. When someone uh, uh, gets shot at a nightclub, we're not at the nightclub. When someone is at a juke joint and it breaks out, we're not there. Amen? This says, don't associate with evil men. In another proverb, it says, a, a companion of fools. And remember, the Bible says, who says in his heart, there is no God. He's a fool. So that means un, an unsaved person. The Bible says if you're a companion of an unsaved person, doesn't say you went out to lunch with an unsaved person or once in a while you're with an unsaved person. doesn't say that. It says a companion. What, what is that picture? So you're around somebody like that all the time. You're with them most 99% of the time. You're a companion. The Bible says a companion of a fool shall be destroyed. Amen? And so here it says don't associate with evil men. Glory to God. Don't associate with evil men. That is solid advice. That is solid advice. Solid advice. Glory to God. You don't want to be hanging around evil people. Why? Because evil people do evil. Amen? And you don't want to be around that. Glory to God. It says, don't associate with evil men. Don't long for their favors and gifts. A lot of times evil people have a lot because they've, they've, they've acquired it by hook and crook. They didn't do it the right way. They did underhanded stuff and evil stuff. Why did they do it? For money. And so a lot of times they have a quite a bit of money and quite a bit of riches, and they can bestow favors and finance. Amen? But the Bible here, the counsel of God says, 
Don't long for their favors and gifts. Don't hang around them. It says, this, this says, quote, their kindness is a trick. They're being, now think about it again. We have a contradiction. They're an evil person, but they're being kind to you. Don't you see that that's contradictory? That something is wrong with that. I know you to be evil, but all of a sudden you're acting kind, you're, and you're so kind to me. You're just looking out for my favor, but I know that you're full of evil. But all of a sudden you just want to bless me. Oh, you just want me to sit down and sup with you and let's fellowship and let's talk about it. What are you doing? Oh, it's so good to talk with you. No, no, no. Well, something going on here. I know this guy to be evil. And all of a sudden, he's just a lily of a so sweet. Oh, why? What he's doing, he's pumping you for information. He wants something. Amen? And um, it says, don't associate with evil men. Don't long for their favors and gifts. Their kindness is a trick. Now, now listen, beloved. You know, this is hard for children of God. Because we don't look for evil. We're not thinking about evil. In fact, the Bible says whatsoever things are true, pure, precious, think on these things. We're taught to think on good things. And so because we're not thinking about evil, sometimes we can almost walk right into it because we're not looking out for it. We're so we're thinking about uh, uh, our purpose that God has given us And we're thinking about him And we're thinking about this, our families Or whatever the task, the goal we're, That's before us And we're so taken up with that You know that sometimes We're blind to evil But but this paraphrase of, of it Says here That their kindness is a trick And it's 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 hard To teach the saints of God that there's people out there that mean no good. They're, they're, they're evil people. There's evil. You know, I, I, I really, this really came home to me in a real way. For about 20, I guess 20 years, 25 years, I was in jail ministry, jail and some prison ministries. And I didn't really, you know, I had heard that there was evil people in the world, but you just hear about them, but I mean, you think, oh, that's the guy that that uh, uh, puts the girl's braid in a in an inkwell. You know, do do little mischievous things. No, no, beloved, no, no. I I really got a sense of evil when I went into the prisons, and I ran into people who they were evil. I mean, these boys were so evil they didn't open up the cell. They had little they had little uh, cards on the outside of the cell, and it would tell about the person. It would say, "Don't touch this person." Or now the person in the cell, they couldn't read the card or the placard, but anybody on the outside of the cell could read the person's short history. They they there'd be certain things they put there, and it would say, "This this inmate has HIV. Don't touch this inmate." Or this inmate is, is, is violently violent. Don't do don't have don't have any, you know, contact. And you you think, well, you know, but these every people can be uh, uh redeemed by accepting Jesus and all we got to do is tell them about Jesus. 
uh, my brother, my sister. I, in some of these prisons, I'm, I'm not putting nobody down. I, I'm not in the business of putting nobody down. But that's where I saw, not, not now. Let me say this now. About 90% of the guys were not evil, okay? Yes, they had gone foul of the law. Yes, they had done something wrong and they got in prison. Yes, I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not saying everything was, oh, everybody's innocent. And you, no, 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 okay. Somebody uh, did something. Maybe they didn't do child support, or maybe they they did. Maybe they uh, was hungry and they stole something, or tried to. You know, they were robbers and stuff. You know, regular guys who went afoul of the law. Okay, I ain't talking about them guys. I'm not talking about those guys. Okay, I'm talking about you. Got a good ten percent. These people are evil, and this was the first time my whole life. It was, oh, Jesus can redeem anybody. Oh, people just need a second chance. Oh, just hug them and tell them everything is going to be. Yeah, until I went in there and I saw evil. I'm talking about you could tell them about Jesus all day long, and they would strangle you to death. If they could get to you, if they could physically get to you, they would hurt you for no reason just because you're in the proximity, just so so I, I that's when i had to i had to slap myself and wake up cuz i was a little naive but i i i woke up and discovered there's evil in the world this 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 says kindness is a trick and you have to wake up there are people who want to trick you okay we don't want to trick people we're taught to tell the truth we're taught to be upright we're taught to be loving but there's people, they have no qualms about tricking you, okay? They call it merchandising. Oh, wow, I'm up against a commercial. Time going by so fast. Hold on, I'll be right back. Hold on. Hold on. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, we're in Proverbs 23, 23.6, and we're touching on some tough stuff. And one of the things that it says is, eat not thou the bread of him that hath an evil eye. And we're, we were discussing that there are, that, that we're brought up, because we're children of God, we're brought up to be sweet, kind, forgiving, loving, but that there's people who are not sweet, kind, and loving. And this commentary paraphrase says, don't associate with evil men, don't long for their favors and gifts. Their kindness is a trick. And we were saying 
there's there's sweet people in the world, but there's also people out in the world that's out to trick you. How many times have people they they'll text you and say, uh, uh, click this link. If you got uh, you just won a hundred thousand dollars, click this link to 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 to, to get it, and it'll to give you further instructions. And you know you better not click that link. Amen. Glory to God. I just said that as a way to. To, to give you an idea of what I what I mean, their their kindness is a trick. They want to use you as their pawns. The delicious food they serve will turn sour in your stomach, and you will vomit it and have to take back your words. Appreciation for their kindness, Amen. And so, glory to God. The counsel of God here. The counsel of God here is um is when you run into a selfish person a stingy person glory to god the counsel of god is not to eat their don't eat their bread amen don't partake because they got another agenda and then in proverbs 28:22 it says that he that hath he that hasteneth to be rich hath an evil eye, and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Again, talking about someone with an evil eye. But in the first instance, the person with the evil eye was a stingy person. In this instance, is talking about the person with an evil eye, uh, uh, had, uh, considereth not that poverty shall shall come upon him. Let me read that again. Proverbs twenty eight twenty two. He that hasteneth to be rich hath an evil eye and considereth not that poverty shall come upon him. Amen. And the Tanakh of twenty eight twenty two says, A miserly man runs after wealth. He does not realize the loss that loss will overtake him. The person who's greedy and is running after wealth, he does not realize that loss will overtake him. And then in the positive thinking Bible, it says, don't be selfish and eager to be rich. You will end up worse off than you can imagine. Why is that, Pastor? Because when a greedy person tries to get rich, Sometimes, not every single time, but when it eat, first of all, it says a person that's greedy, they have an evil eye and don't associate with a person with an evil eye or eat their food or have nothing to do with them because a person who is greedy and is hastening to be rich, they are not considering. This says that they don't end, that you will end up worse off then you can imagine. Why is that? Because when a person's eat greedy to get rich, they will dis they will break every single commandment. In the Ten Commandments, they'll break every single one of them. If they're greedy to get rich, thou shalt not steal. Well, tough. The, uh, the, they deserve it. If they leave their browser open, I'll go in and I'll get in their bank accounts, and steal everything they got. I mean, a person, they have, they're they unprincipled. <laughs> They'll do anything. 
And the Bible says they don't realize that loss will overtake them. What loss will overtake them? If they're greedy to be rich, they're going to get rich. What loss will overtake them? I'll put it to you this way. Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? You see, a lot of times people who are greedy, greedy of gain, they don't realize. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what will happen to the guy. The, the guy will get so taken up with greediness for gain that he doesn't realize that he's, that he's losing his soul. What you mean by that, Pastor? I'll give you an example. Someone that's thinking that's greedy for gain and they're thinking about gain all the time, when they get to church, guess what? They can't hear nothing. When it's, when, the, when it's time for praise and worship, everybody else is praising and worshiping. They got their hands up, but they're thinking about, where am I going to move my money? I wonder what mutual fund I should put. Should I put that in the global or into international funds? What am I going to do about my bank account? And should I give Jimmy that hundred thousand? No, if I give him that, he'll go crazy. I don't. In other words, you can't. If you're greedy, if you let yourself get into greed, you can't keep your mind off money. You lose your soul. You can't keep your mind off an of increase. You can't keep your mind. Instead of being God conscious, you'll be money conscious. A lot of people run into this. Even people in the ministry. They'll get so taken up with ministry, they'll be so busy working for God that they, they, they lose the presence of God. You know, a lot of times a minister will say, now they're the minister, but they'll say, uh, brother so-and-so, or brother or sister so-and-so, would you please say the prayer? And what they're not letting you know, they've been busy all week with other things. Their mind ain't on God and the things of God. Amen. So they got to call on somebody else to say the prayer because they're full of what you and you and out of the abundance of your heart, you're going to speak. Amen. I'm telling you what I know. Glory to God. They, they'll they'll defer to associate or something or to somebody else. Why? Because they know your mind ain't on God. Their mind is on whatever it is that they're greedy trying to get or business or or ministry, or wealth, or finances, or increase. You know, the uh, in, in Ecclesiastes, it says, He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied with silver, nor he that, that loveth increase. They're not going to be satisfied with increase. Why? Because they're going to want more, and more, and more, and more. Haven't you ever heard Snoop Doggy Dog? What does Snoop say? He says, I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Amen. He said that's all he can think about. All he can, he's telling the truth. See, people think, oh, that's just a song. That's just a, <laughs> that's just a song. No, the man is telling you the truth. He can think about nothing but his money. That's all he's really got on his mind. Now, that doesn't mean he can't say hello to somebody. He said, hello, how you doing? But as soon as he's walking down that hall, his money goes. His mind goes back to his money. What, what am I going to do about? I better go by the bank and take out another five hundred dollars because I'm almost out of money. Pocket change. 
And then when I get home, she's going to ask me for a couple of hundred dollars. And what am I going to do about the kids? And, you know, I got that. What, you know, I never did figure out what we're going to do about their, edu- their uh, education. How are we going to fund that? And I got this new contract coming up for the, for the new album. How, what am I going to do about that? Is, am I going to make a duck? So you see, what have they done? They've gained the whole world, but they lost their soul. They can no longer think about that they can't pray. You ask them to pray. They're just so dry and dead. Brother so-and-so, would you please pray, uh, Lord, um, uh, uh, we thank you. Uh, amen. And, and that's it. That's it. That's all they got. They don't have five minutes worth. Their tank is on E, 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 their spiritual tank. Their tank is on below E. Their their tank is on emergency E. You know, please give me anything. They come because, woo, they sure need it. My goodness gracious. And there's no sense asking them to do nothing because they're on E. An empty glass can give nothing. An empty glass can give you nothing. Amen. It can't pour out. It has nothing to put to give you. It can give you nothing. Glory to God. But a full glass, oh, my goodness, you can drink and be satisfied with it. Amen? Jesus says, what does it profit a man if he should gain the whole world? He gets in the service. He can't keep his mind. The preacher's preaching. He's, the, the person is looking at the preacher, and he's hearing words come at him, but his mind is on a thousand other things. And, and you know what a lot of young people do? They're slick, man. They'll put their cell phone down, right down where you can't see it because the pew comes up in front of them. So with the cell phone all the way down, you can't see that they're looking at the cell phone. They're not, they're not listening to what they're, they're texting. They're messaging. They're doing all kinds of stuff because their mind ain't on God or the things of God. Amen. You have to be very careful. You never want to become rich at the expense of your soul. You lose your place with God. You lose your anointing. You lose your love. You lose your enthusiasm. You lose your hotness. You you worse than lukewarm. You ain't lukewarm. You 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 done went the other way. Amen. Glory to God. You just can't concentrate on the things of God. When you try to read the word, it, it bounces back. You read it and you read a whole uh, uh, four or five verses and you get absolutely nothing. Amen. Everything is cold to you. But, oh, but your bank account is roaring. Amen. You got plenty of money in the bank. And Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he should gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Amen. Glory to God. There's a time. You have to watch yourself. You have to watch yourself. You can't get so into stuff that you have no real time for Jesus. I'm not talking about, I know about Jesus. I've been saved as long as you've been saved. I ain't talking about that. I ain't talking about that. Are you hot for him? Amen. Do you love him? Is he on your mind? Amen. Or is it, you know, what time, what? I, what? Church? Um, let me see. Uh, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, okay, I got. I guess I got to go because I got to keep parents up. But uh, when I get in there, uh, my mind is on my um, 
on something else. I, I, I don't know. I just, I just, I ain't feeling it anymore. I used to, I, I felt it when I first got saved, but I don't know. I just went cold or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Amen. I'm telling you, you get like that, you better, that, that a red light should start blinking. A red light should start blinking. You know what you do then? You get down on your knees and you ask the Lord Jesus. You say, Lord Jesus, am I all right with you? No, I've been real busy. I've had this to do and that to do, and I had to do these things. Am I all right with you? And I guarantee you he'll he'll let you know. He'll let you know. And, and he'll let you know, too. He'll let you know what it is. Amen? You want to you want to make sure that you're okay with him, amen. And you can ask him, ask him, am I all right with you? Because I I've been so busy, I could be. Am I done got cold, uh, Lord Jesus? And he'll let you know, and then you just do what he say. Or if you're cold and you want to get back hot, God can do anything. He's fantastic. He is fabulous. Ask him. Say, Lord, I don't. I feel like I'm cold. Uh, make me hot again, Amen. Make me make turn the fire up, Amen. Glory to God. You don't. I'm telling you, you don't want to lose your own soul, Amen. You don't want to be to the place where you can't think about the things of God no more, Amen. Glory to God. Keep a watch on yourself, beloved. The enemy will trick you, and you know. And um, on social media, I found this. So I'm so naive because, I, well, I guess I'm old school and don't know these things. I didn't know they had algorithms. If you, like, let's say you go to YouTube and you watch one video and you be thinking, oh, isn't this convenient? Another video came up talking about that same thing. I'll just listen to that video. And before you know it, you're listening to nothing but videos. Amen? Because you don't know. They they got it to where they want you, they want to uh, uh, corral your time. You got to be careful. Be careful, beloved. What does it profit a man? If he should gain the whole world and he's so cold toward God, and finally he loses his soul. He can't even think about God no more. He can't pray. He can't read the Bible. He can't talk to God in prayer. He, he don't feel the anointing. He's lost it. Amen. I didn't say you lose your salvation now. That ain't what I'm talking about. I, I'm, I'm talking about you lose your soulish. Boy, woo, Jesus, you don't want to lose that. Amen. God bless you. The Bible has the answers. I love you. I know you love him. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's The Bible Has the Answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on 
and get the Word of God at its highest level. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.